Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 279. We're looking at Acts chapter 17, verses 5 through 9. Let's read our passage. But the Jews became jealous, and they brought together some wicked men from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. Attacking Jason's house, they searched for them to bring them out to the public assembly. When they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here too, and Jason has welcomed them. They are all acting contrary to Caesar's decrees, saying that there is another king, Jesus. The crowd and city officials who heard these things were upset. After taking a security bond from Jason and the others, they released them. This is in Thessalonica. They had the trouble in Philippi. They were beaten and imprisoned. Then when the officials found out that they were Roman citizens, they came and essentially apologized to them, but still asked them to leave the town. So they left the town, went through a couple of little towns on their way, and came to Thessalonica, a major city. This is an actual synagogue in Thessalonica, and they over a period of three weeks, came to the synagogue and proclaimed the gospel. And many people believed. We saw last time, some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, including a large number of God-fearing Greeks, as well as a number of the leading women. But now we see in verse 5, But the Jews became jealous, and they brought together some wicked men from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. Well, we see a very similar situation to what we saw in Philippi, where the Jewish believers became very jealous that people were being drawn away from Judaism to Christianity. And so they've created a problem. They found wicked men in the marketplace and formed a mob and created some trouble. It says in the second part of verse 5, attacking Jason's house, They searched for them to bring them out to the public assembly. So in Philippi, they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace or before the city officials and created a problem. Here they form a mob, start a riot, then go looking for Paul and Silas. And it says they attacked Jason's house. Now, who is Jason? Well, all we know is what we have here. Um, Apparently, Jason is hosting Paul and Silas in his home. And I assume he is a believer now, that he is one of the people from the synagogue, perhaps even uh, from not within the synagogue, who have been attracted. We know in Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, he talks about many of them were attracted from idols. So apparently there's been a lot of converts that were not God-fearers, that is not part of the synagogue, even Gentile people who were in the synagogue, but just Gentiles out in the city have come to faith. So we don't really know anything about Jason other than he seems to be the one who was hosting the missionaries in the town. So verse 6, when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city officials shouting, these men who have turned the world upside down have come here too, and Jason has welcomed them. Well, they couldn't find Paul and Silas. Why not? Well, if the riot's already in progress, perhaps some of the believers have gotten wind of this and know they're looking for Paul and Silas, and so they've hidden them. 
Perhaps. We don't know. But the, the mob can't find them, so they get a hold of Jason. He, he's the man who lives there, and some of the other brothers. And they drag him before the city officials. Now, the word that gets translated city officials here is the word politarchs. You see where we get the word political. But that's the official Greek title for these magistrates who rule the city of Thessalonica, these politarchs. And so the mob drags them before these politarchs, and they're yelling, these men who have turned the world upside down have come here too, and Jason has welcomed them. Then it continues, they're all acting contrary to Caesar's decrees, saying that there is another king, Jesus. So what is their charge here? Their charge is they've turned the world upside down, apparently referring to the fact that they've been in other towns and there's been trouble. Perhaps they found out that the news from Philippi, that there was a problem there. Their charge is they, they're troublemakers, and they're here now causing trouble here. So charge one, they're troublemakers, Paul and Silas. Charge two, Jason has welcomed them. So the charge against Paul and Silas is that they're troublemakers. The charge against Jason is he's in cahoots with the troublemakers. And then the charge against all of them is that they're acting contrary to Caesar's decrees, saying there's another king, Jesus. This is kind of nebulous, but not that far off in that it's not a real stretch. We often refer to Jesus as the king, refer to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is the king of the people of God. So the idea that Jesus is the king, remember that was part of the discussion that Pilate had with Jesus was he was a king. In fact, that was the inscription hung on the sign over Jesus on the cross, the king of the Jews. So the idea that Jesus is the king, that's not a stretch. But the idea that he is the replacement for Caesar, well, nowhere has, has anybody say, been saying that, but that Jesus is the true king. So that's the charge against them. So if you're one of the rulers, one of the politarchs, what are you going to do with this? This is, this is a serious charge, sedition. They're uh, trying to lure people away from uh, fidelity to Caesar. So verse 8, the crowd and city officials who heard these things were upset. After taking a security bond from Jason and the others, they released them. So the city officials are upset. Well, this is a serious charge that they're trying to create sedition. That is, lure people away from uh, loyalty to Caesar, to another king named Jesus. But yet, the people actually being charged aren't there. It's just Jason. And so there's, what are they going to do with this? So it says they took a security bond from Jason and the others and then released them. So it's a security bond. Well, it's a sum of money. How much? We don't know. But it's basically they had to put up bond. They had to put up a sum of money with the promise that they wouldn't create any further trouble. And then if there was trouble, they would forfeit the bond and potentially be jailed. So this, um, well, what this means is if Paul and Silas continue evangelizing the city, then Jason's on the hook here. Jason's probably going to jail. Jason's forfeiting the bond. And there's going to be further trouble. 
So shortly after this, they, they leave the town. This might be what Paul refers to in his letter to the Thessalonian church in 1 Thessalonians. In chapter 2, he, he talks about being there. Uh, chapter 2, you start with verse 17. He says, As for us, brothers and sisters, after we were forced to leave you for a short time in person, not in heart, we greatly desired and made every effort to return and see you face to face. So we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. So is this Satan's hindrance have to do with this security bond? But basically the city officials say, okay, if there's any more trouble, then we're going to deal with you and not just forfeit the bond, potentially be imprisoned. So it's a, a serious mess that Jason and the others are in. And uh, Paul and Silas are not going to be able to continue evangelizing the city. And it's unfortunate because there's a lot of new believers in the city. Essentially, everybody who is a believer, other than Paul, Silas, and Timothy, are new believers. Many of them have come from the synagogue. They were some Jews, but a lot of God-fearing Gentiles. But there's also others, many others in Thessalonica who have come from paganism. They don't even have the background of being in the synagogue. So they are brand new believers, fresh out of idol worship, fresh out of paganism. And so it's unfortunate that Paul and Silas have to leave, but hopefully those that they're leaving behind have had enough of the the gospel given to them that they can help the others along. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.